unqualified in America. Uh, there was a little blip in the news the other day about how a doctor is trying to use uh, her work experience as a child abuse doctor, a specialty doctor, a doctor who has been trained and schooled and determining if a child is actually being abused. And it came out that this particular doctor had been in use for a number of years, but had never received the appropriate medical training for her position. And in fact, There was a case that she represented and verified for and testified for, whether it be in person or just in writing, that separated the mother from her child based on a spurious report that had no bearing of fact. And this was a doctor. Thurston County utilizes guardian ad litems within the county on a rotating basis. They have some training, some. For $400, you could go and get the same training. Anybody could. The problem that I have with the Thurston County guardian ad litem is that the CASA GAL supervisor, Wendy Mayo, shreds complaints against the GAL. GAL in Thurston County that was chosen for my case gets paid $1,500 per case. She told me she had an eight-case week. $1,500 per case on an eight-case week. So you multiply that, 1500 times eight times four, that's how much money she's making a month, basically. Too much money uh, for a 15-minute interview for which she was 15 to 20 minutes or 30 minutes or more late for. Statements that Cynthia Johnson made in my case were not even remotely representative of facts. And Megan Card was the attorney who assisted Cynthia Johnson in misrepresenting facts. Thurston County did not care what I had to say. They did not care what I submitted to the court. They did not care to read anything. They did not look at anything that I submitted at all whatsoever. Megan Carr was paid $8,000 
I know for a fact my ex wanted to get his name put on the birth certificate after eight years and wanted to get a parenting plan in effect because he was seriously ill. He was having small strokes. He was going septic. He had a heart condition. And he knew that he was not okay. He told me he was not okay. And for what has happened, there is no explanation on the face of this planet. Get restrained from my child on the basis of a lie. A series of lies. Darren was a known alcoholic. He abused alcohol three times a week. He would get drunk at least once a week. He would get belligerent. And he would go on a ramp for about five or six hours. That got to be intolerable with two preteens and a two-year-old in the house. I threw him out. It wasn't something that I took lightly. He absolutely, unequivocally did not want to get help for his mental problem, for his physical heart condition, for his drinking problem, for his mini-stroke problem. He did not want to get help for some reason or another. He didn't feel as though he could afford it. Well, I said to myself, I throw him out. He's going to have to afford a place to live or afford getting his heart checked. I thought that he would go and get his heart checked. That's not what he did. He waited five years. <clears throat> As it turns out, after what, after Megan Card decided to tell me that I, and the court that I should not be allowed to see my daughter, I went and filed a modification because within six months he went septic. As he, I told the court, he was going septic. He had blood poisoning while he was in court. I told them right there in court before it was finalized that he had red streaks down his leg and that he was going septic right there. He had blood poisoning. They didn't want to hear me. Didn't want to hear anything that I said. Within six months, he had had a major left-sided stroke, went completely and totally septic, discovered that he had a double valve issue in his heart, wasn't pumping properly, valve wasn't functioning properly, it was diseased. They had to amputate his left leg. He was intubated on IV antibiotics, had his left leg amputated. He had a major stroke when that happened. So he's left-sided deficient. Now, his right arm had to have surgery because of his sepsis. It was all over. And he had to have two valves replaced. While he was in the ICU, I filed for a modification modification went unheard because they felt as though I'd never served him. Well, <clears throat> I did. I did serve him. The court refused to hear me 
court refused to hear my complaints about the GAL, and those complaints were as as it occurred during the entire course prior to his getting going septic. I made several written statements to the effect that I wanted the guardian ad litem held in contempt. I wanted her removed. I wanted someone else. They did not listen. Wendy Mayo, the CASA GAL supervisor, said that she had shredded my complaints. I went to her supervisor, Mike Fenton. He said he realized that there was a case. He realized that Wendy Mayo shredded my complaints. And the system did not work. No one contacted me about my complaints. I filed another complaint, the third complaint against Cindy Johnson, Cynthia Johnson, whatever her name is. She lives on Beverly Lane. And there was nothing done. The modification that I presented, they did nothing. Filed another modification, they did nothing. They said that I did not serve him properly. And while they will accept a first-class stamp as service, they did not accept certified return receipt signature required as service. And I felt as though what was happening, he was in ICU, was very grave. And that my daughter deserved to be with me. The court ignored it. No, he wasn't served properly.